All right, audio check. Say something. Say something, I'm giving up on you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, we out here in Sacramento. We are not camera ready. We out here in our PJs looking foolish. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> um, uh, like if uh, that storm, that storm storm came in, what's today? Today's August 21st. They hyped up this storm that wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't. Well, it, it hit, but it didn't. I'm looking at the footage and stuff like that, and and it's, this is nothing that we haven't seen in California, you know, yeah. before. But I'm assuming that you know, in the water, you know, over the ocean, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it just didn't come to the coast. You get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's safe to say. And yeah, I'm not in the ocean. So. Yeah, yeah, you got to worry about the fish and the whales. They're like, oh shit, <laughs> Sharknado vibes. <laughs> <It's>, <clears throat> But um yeah today's topic we're we're going back to the um to the I, I don't know what to call these type of episodes transparency episodes um transparency, I guess yeah. yeah real topics real topics yeah um ever since I started the show I've just been going through shit so um at least you know some some people on YouTube or you know social media like to pretend and like everything's honky dory, yeah. but for me, I mean, I'm not like freaking struggling. I'm not like in a bad place, but I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you think your you think your parents know, but when they were raising me, they were trying to figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. and it's hard. Like, well, things are still changing. And, you know, well, both my parents are retired, so they chilling. Yeah. So now it's up to me to figure it out because things are different from when they, they were my age, right. you know? So different. Yeah, you know, I stay having arguments with my mom. And, you know, just save money. You can move out. Like, my brother did exactly what my mother said. He's back on the couch. You know, because rent kept going up. He had, I think, $10,000 $10, saved up. He went through that within the first year. It's like, you can save money, but things still cost money. And if you're not getting paid more to keep up, mm-hmm. then you're going to fall behind. You can get a second job, but then you just stay hustling. There, There is no getting ahead. You can get two, three, four jobs. And now you're like, you're drowning yourself because now you're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then you develop health problems. Then your insurance suck. And then the health problems get worse. It, it, it stacks on top of each other. Yeah. You know, certain generations just don't. I think they like don't in get the wrong generation saving money was um, the ideal option, but now it's like you have to invest your money. Like you have to grow your money because our pay is not keeping up with inflation. No. So it's like everything else, the cost keeps going up, but the pay stays the same. So saving your money doesn't do anything when inflation is so bad. Oh, let me pause this real quick. So we're like three minutes into this uh, conversation, and I realized I didn't do an introduction. I just started talking. (laughs) (laughs) I went back to check to see how the audio was was sounding, and um, I realized I'm next to the mic. I'm just recording this on my laptop. And um, there we go. I think this was going to work. Okay, that's better. Yes. Now you see your spike now? Yeah. Okay, there we go. That's better.
my sister from another mister, Miss Miss Keisha Turner. Yes. Hello, uh, y'all. What she was here episode ten. Now I'm here uh staring her in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Live in action. Sacramento, California. Yeah, there we go. So to get back to our topic, um this is just basically like I wanna call it security. But like like life security, like the people around you and your finances is just I feel like our we what are we millennials? Yeah. What year were you born? Ninety two. Ninety two. Mm-hmm. Uh I think you're like I think we're the same, right? Yeah, we're what year were you born? Eighty three. Yeah, you're a millennial. Yeah. So, because I know it, it it starts like at seventy nine or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, we got it. We got it tough. <laughs> and yeah. and I'm saying because like um, because my mom growing up, she she had it tough, and it's not it's not like the it was her living situation. I don't want to say it wasn't the economy. She um, she was in a I guess a poor family, you know, mm-hmm. and. And she she likes to bring that up a lot, but the thing is she got through it, and I feel like she gives me shit because I'm not going through what she's going through, you know. Mm-hmm. But things are I'm dealing with different issues, you know, mostly mostly social issues, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and and as well as just growing up because I was the I was a fucking Toys R Us kid. I didn't want to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> this shit yeah. i was serious when i was singing that song you know yeah. but uh like look like i have a plan <clears throat> my plans sort of work out they i get like if i was to grade my efforts it'll be like maybe uh b minus to a c mm-hmm. but it's just when i see people on the street like I feel like if it wasn't for my mother, that I would be there, you know? Oh, wow. So, it's just now that I, it's that time where I'm just like, I can't, (laughs) I can't keep, I can't keep, I don't want to be there anyway at freaking 42, 43, but at the same time, I can't do anything on my own, you know? I need a partner, our roommates, our there's there's no getting ahead on your own unless you ball it and it's hard to find that kind of job you know yeah you can go back to school and get in debt but i think you make a really good point and i think a lot more people are living like this than we realize but having a roommate or a dual income house really makes a difference in people's living situations in order to get ahead but there are a lot of people who do live dual incomes couples that are just scraping by but i think what comes to my mind is like you have to sacrifice something for a little bit of time in order to get where you want to go so I think a lot of people benefit from having roommates I think that's just the reality of how we live and I don't think there's anything wrong with it so I mean I'm excited for what's to come for you you know and I think this topic is so relatable because your relationship with money and finances it's survival for us Right. So it comes down to like survival instincts. And I always try to remind myself not to live from a lack mentality. Don't get stuck in that to have gratitude for what you have. Right. Because there are people that have way less or can't afford. Right. We have family and friends that care about us enough. 
and to understand that we create our own reality. So all we have to do is bet on ourselves, take risk and do things that we want to do. And if you really think about it, like I'm going all deep here because you know, you know how I am. But you really, if you really think about it, how much time do we really have to live as adults? Life is very short. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I can remember my childhood like it was yesterday. Like most of it is just, uh, you know, spending time with my dad and all the toys I had. Like I remember that shit. I remember everything. Really? <laughs> yes. And and now I, I look in the mirror and I see my gray hairs. I'm like, fuck, man, I'll be 40 in October. Mm-hmm. And that shit is just like, I remember 1983 and, you know, like the early, early, early 90s, late 80s. And then my baby sister and, you know, some of my co-workers who were born 20 years ago. They're like, fuck, you're old, man. The 80s. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's true. And I feel, I don't know? know if you feel this way, but months... No, years feel like months. Like, this year yeah. is, like, it's almost October. Like, there's already pumpkin shit on the shelves right now. Yeah. So, it's, like, do do what makes you happy. Take the risk. Take the leap. Get the job. Leave the country. Travel. Go on that dumbass date that you know is not going to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hook up with that girl or whatever makes you happy because you just don't know. So, to me, it's, like... um. At least, especially when it comes to security, I know it's scary, um, and I feel like this topic is so relatable for so many people. But I feel like betting on yourself and going after whatever it is that makes you happy, because I think a lot of times I don't know if you agree with this. Money doesn't buy happiness, but money does provide um, a sense of ease, right? Yeah, it buys you access. To a, you know, you're a step up from survival because you're not worried about your basic needs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I always hear lots of successful people say is follow your happiness and the money will come. And I know for me, that's a very scary thing because I grew up with a nine to five mentality. So right now I'm working a job that pays my bills, but it doesn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing something you're passionate about that you can wake up and do consistently without having to think about it, that makes me think, like, I'm getting all, I'm pumping myself up right now. <laughs> I'm getting hyped, but I'm not going to talk about it. But, like, when you wake up, like, Corey, for you, like, you love toys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's so authentic to who you are as a person. And there's no way that you would ever be inconsistent with that. No. There's no fucking no. way, Corey. It's just like when, when the, the last episode we were talking about, and, and we were talking about, like, who are we? And I brought up this character I created. I'm like, I'm not who I am if I'm not creating or living in this like fantasy world you know yeah but it's not it's not like to a detriment where I like Corey get your head out of the clouds no. it's just that's authentic to that's just you. who I am yeah. you know <laughs> so like when I see you like you know your equipment and how serious you take this kind of stuff you guys he has the most sickest voicemail of all time by the way. <laughs> I love leaving you I don't ever leave voicemails but I feel inclined to leave a voicemail every time I get your voicemail well, I'll put a I'll put an excerpt in, in here uh, note to self the, uh, the sound of my voicemail yes please hello caller I have been programmed to intercept your incoming communication and inform you the person you are trying to reach is currently inaccessible Please leave a message after the tone, and I will save the voice data for future retrieval. Thank you. Um, but because it's so authentic, it makes me feel like if you were to take a leap in that direction and bet on yourself, 
you know, like you would be successful because you'd be happy doing what you're doing and the money would follow eventually. So I'm excited to see where that goes for you. Yeah, there's a, um, um, a YouTuber I've been following for well over a decade. Like he had a baby and his, this kid I think is like maybe 10, five or 10, no, he's like 10, nine years old now. Mm-hmm. Like I was at a live show, Philip DeFranco, where he, uh, um, He's like, this is my newborn baby. And the kid is like making YouTube videos now. Whoa. I've been following him for that long. But he he stayed making YouTube videos when he was just living in his parents' basement, you know? You know, he, he was roughing it. And now he's he's in a good spot. And like, like just the way, um, you know, my parents are like, they're kind of old fashioned. You know, you need a real job, mm-hmm. you know? I'm an artist. My brother's an artist. My little sister's an artist. We we just have that in us, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's, but there are people out there making money doing what they love. So, to be told to, you know, quote unquote, get a real job and like, how do you know you can do it unless you do it? Right. You don't know. Yeah. So, it's like you miss every shot you don't take. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have what? 20k subscribers to this channel I get like maybe 100 to 200 new subscribers every month like if I'm stay consistent with my shit I can I won't be rich but I'll be okay this will be a nice supplement to (laughs) to the struggle you know yeah exactly so like I always wanted to be a producer and you know to join the PGA which is the producer skilled up Oh, my screensaver. Don't let, laugh on my powering your screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> um, Producers Guild of America. And there's the, the new media um, um, producer. Uh, you know, how, how many, like, web shows and stuff that have you produced? Yeah. And, you, and the way to become a producer is to make shit. No one's going to hire you if you haven't made anything. Yeah. So this, this is me doing the thing. Although I'd rather be doing something related to toys yeah. you know or, or photography I feel like this this is the first step and I just gotta keep it going the best way I can you know yeah so you guys comment below on the video <laughs> consistency Corey <laughs> consistency no, don't give up sir don't do, yeah know. no but that's so true and I, to me like that's something I admire about you is that you're at least taking a step in the right direction I feel like where I'm at, I'm still, which is so crazy to say this as a 30-year-old, but it's just the truth of where I'm at. I'm still figuring out who I am as a person because for a long time, my identity was wrapped around whoever I was dating. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm still, I'm figuring out what I love. And something that's been consistent for me is fitness. You Mm -hmm. know that, right? Yeah. But I don't want to be, um, like, health and nutrition for me now is so much more than selling a product. I'm like of the belief that your body can heal itself. Poor Corey has listened to me talk about (laughs) these health podcasts that I've been listening to for three days straight. Have you not? Uh, yes. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) It's the same energy when he talks about toys. Yeah. Um, What did you say about Optimus Who? (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker turned into a truck. What? Yeah. Um, so... I feel you on that. I do. And I, that's what I'm excited to do is like having learning that of myself and be able to take a 
step in that direction to see where it takes me. I, I feel like because when I met you, you're you're like you know fit, fit girl. But yeah. Now I see you becoming more of a hippie. <laughs> I am. Oh my god. <laughs> so like like I noticed. Um, I didn't actually figure out who I was until recently. Wow. So just to let you know. So, don't get too excited. <laughs> yeah. So you you still growing. You're going to hit 35 and you feel like, you know, oh, I'm figuring it out. But then it's going to be another five years when it, when it clicks. It may click sooner. It may click later. Yeah. Like, I feel like it clicked for me. So now I have to grow at, and, you know, I need to gain experience as this new person that I am. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's fucking weird. You you know, I seen this um, this meme. Uh, I posted it. Um, it's like, hold on, let me find it real quick. It's not a meme. It was a uh, it was a post. Mm-hmm. I posted it a few days ago. Um, normalize finding love in your forties. Normalize discovering and chasing new dreams in your thirties. Normalize finding yourself and your purpose in your 50s. Life doesn't end at 25. So stop acting like it does. I love that so much. Yeah. Because it like, um, we have a couple of girls that, uh, that I work with. And they are 25. And they swear like, oh my God, I'm turning 30. And I'm just like. <laughs> and the rest of us, you know, we're all in our early 40s. And late 30s and it's just like shut up <laughs> but you have to have empathy for them come yeah, on yeah yeah because i was there yeah you know, when i turned 30 i was like oh it didn't hurt yeah you know i still look young and i'm yeah. beautiful and powerful yeah and i was waiting for a look you didn't give it to me <laughs> oh! no because i believe that no it's yeah. true and you know it's funny because when you're young like that it's mm-hmm. like you have this it's so when you really think about that how stupid that mentality is that you're going to have it all figured out by the time you're 25 and then I think back when I was 25 I had no idea what the fuck was going on <laughs> I look at kids in their I said kids look goddamn I'm old <laughs> I look at people in their 20s and I'm just like you don't know what you're doing Yeah, there Which, are some people in their 20s I figured it out I'm like good for you yeah. you know but then there are it's like 20s is the new teenagers yeah Teenager, teenagers are like literal children they're, they're just fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> and 30s is the new 20s. Yeah. And the 40s are the new, new 30s, 30s, you know? And I think that has a lot to do with the way the generations have changed. Because if you think about it, like, my grandparents were having kids at 17 and 18, buying yeah. a house, having a career. And guess what? Because they did all of those really great things in society as far as buying a home and having a career, they were horrible parents so then the generation after that my mom and dad they didn't really have the best parents like as far as nurturing right so i feel like my it's like par- kids raising kids right so then it's like our parents that generation i feel like it was a confusing time of like they wanted to give us what they didn't get maybe they over nurtured us but it's like it's a dynamic like it just got fucked up so basically what i'm saying is i feel like as millennials we're in this weird space like gen z or gen x or whatever the hell it is they're born with all this technology we grew up without it now we have it it's weird it's just such a confusing place we're to like be. the middle child yeah. <laughs> exactly and we're, we're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and i think that's a good, good message for everybody is something i always remind myself is never to judge anyone about mm. where they're at in life because someone on the street could be me tomorrow 
right? Yes. You never fucking yes. know, and you never know what someone's going through, and we're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's why I work in um, in medical, and uh, and sometimes um, patients call, and they're just like, you know, kind of rude, but I always try to, I mean, sometimes they're rude, and they're just like terrible people. Yeah. And other times, they just, they're just trying to get help, and they're just frustrated, so right. I always try to sympathize with you know with what they're going through because i know the healthcare system is jacked up like we just having a conversation this morning it's just like oh you ain't got the right insurance you ain't got the money guess you're gonna stay sick and die you know yeah. I mean, and that's just how it is yeah there's a uh anime on on netflix cyberpunk 20 uh 99 or something like that and it's an extreme version <laughs> of what we have mm -hmm. like the paramedic paramedics came showed up and they checked the person's insurance, and it's like, oh, we ain't got it. They just left the body there, and they took off. Wow. It's it, it, it was some crazy shit. And then and then, um, I think he had to. Uh, I think the character's mother had like this really low tier insurance, mm -hmm. and she was took was taken to this back alley, dude, and it was just dirty and grimy, and she just died on the table something like that holy it, shit it was so fucked up and the uh, corporations ruled the the country so like you're going to school to work for a company so they're you're just sort of oh this is a good company you want to work for i feel low-key that's kind of <laughs> how i feel like things are yeah like if things keep going the way they're going and it's just like oh you want to work for a freaking coca-cola you go to coca-cola school and you just learn and run that company you know yeah I'm like, <clears throat> if things don't get right, uh, we'll be just like that fucking show. But yeah, um, you know, it's this thing of money profits over people, mm -hmm. and it and it and it just makes things hard for people. And and then you know, like the media will distract you. Oh, look at these brown people. Look at these gay people. All the while, those people like. You know, um, certain people in a political sphere be like, yeah, it's their fault. And then the people they're voting for are stealing from them. Oh, yeah. And then blaming the other side, look, they're taking your money. And everything is there. If you do your homework, you can see. <laughs> you can see what's happening, but no one does the homework. Like, I feel like to see the future, you have to look into the past. Because humans always repeat history. Mm -hmm. And... The answers are always there, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if we're not ca careful, we can have another Hitler, you know? If we're not careful, we can have a third. We almost did it. <laughs> you almost had another world war, you know? Mm -hmm. with, with what's going on in Russia and stuff like that. So, like, and people always try to bury history. Because, like, that's where that's the, that's where the answers are. Because we've we already been there, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's a really good reason why it's so important as individuals that we do not forget our uniqueness and we stay authentic and true to who we are as people and follow our own path mm -hmm. because I think being consumed by um, like you know these trends and I know social media is like it's, it's, a, it's like a follow the trends right you know like oh everybody wants to be accepted socialization is so important as human beings we all want to be accepted but the thing is is we were designed to be different where mm -hmm. none of us are the same. We all have our own individuality and our uniqueness. And I feel like the moment we deny ourselves to express that authenticity, 
we are really disrespecting ourselves and our opportunity to live this magnificent life. So it's like, no matter what it looks like, what you like, what your interest is, like there should be no shame because I feel like once we get into those, like for instance, you having empathy for these patients, right? Mm -hmm. You're saying profits over people. But if we all stay authentic to our own selves, if you're not bitter because you're showing up at a job you fucking hate, if you're not bitter because you're married to someone you're not really in love with, and you stay true to yourself, you're going to have more in your bucket to give to others. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's important. It's like, if I'm a happier Keisha, I'm going to be a better daughter, I'm going to be a better sister, a better friend, a better girlfriend, and et cetera. And we can all be better people. I think it, it really starts with doing something in your life that brings you genuine happiness. I feel like that's... <clears throat> The problem with most people is that they're not happy or they don't know who they are. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people who I worked with. I went on dates with people like this, that they had kids when they're young and they don't know anything outside of being a mother. Oh, yeah. You know? <clears throat> who are you? What do you like to do? What hobbies do you have? I don't know. I just raise my kids. I watch the movies they watch. You know? They have no identity outside of that. Yeah. And... There are people that do that with their careers. Yeah. There are people that spend thousands of dollars on an education and they become a doctor or whatever it may be. And that's a beautiful thing, but their whole identity is thorn. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. It's like, well, what do you like to do? I don't know. Uh, and, and, then, and they just stay working. Right. And the thing is, it's like <laughs> you know? none of us are our labels. We yes. are so much more than your career, your ethnicity, your sexual orientation. Mm -hmm it doesn't matter like that's not who you are that is what you do <laughs> yeah that's one thing i hate about because uh, i dated this girl and she was real big on labels she was like a a ska girl kind of gothy mm -hmm. and she was really big because I, I i just labeled everything as goth and she's like that's not goth that's it that's you know you know that's whatever and she was just really big on she'll get mad at me if i met you know see that's too much for me <laughs> because this is the thing if you really think about labels I, this is my genuine belief, you know, um, not everybody has to agree, but labels were created to divide us. Yes. You are this, I'm this, so we can't coexist. No, like it doesn't matter, you know, like we don't have to use labels as people to understand. Sure. Understand, like you use a label to understand something, but yes. then that's where it should stop, right? And I think this whole idea of political correctness, especially on social media, it's like, mm -hmm. it drives me up the fucking wall, Corey. I can't stand it, right? Yeah. Because it, political correctness diminishes the ability to have a controversial conversation with somebody. You're not saying it right. And then it's yeah. like, you know, like... Well, I was just staying with uh, this news group I watch, uh, TYT, and one of the hosts, Anna, kind of went off on this thing because I guess... I don't re really understand the concept of it, but I guess for the transgender people to, to be more inclusive, to you know, woman versus trans woman, you know, cis woman versus trans woman, they want to label women as birthing person. And then I'm like, but then that's taken away from a woman, you know? Yeah. And then there's already a term trans woman and cis woman, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so why you need to, because women are, all, women stay going through terrible shit. So why you need to just label them as birthing person when there's all these abortion, abortion, abortion issues going on? You get what I mean? Yeah. It was a dumb like another person she's a trans activist i follow her uh, that was another issue that it was calling trans but she is uh that's what she is but again political correctness exactly. <laughs> exactly. but um 
she had a whole two hour video about that subject and like something like it's like if you say the wrong thing everybody's coming after you all oh, these motherfuckers are right ring propagandists i'm like you can misspeak you can make a mistake it's like you're not allowed to make mistakes exactly. on the internet you know and it's just you... like if a white person said uh nigger with a hard r you know if even if they're reading a passage like maybe a cop said you know mm-hmm. to to whatever he was doing oh he oh she said nigger that one time or or a comedian that may have done blackface you know 10 years ago are they still doing it now you know don't hold um you know let those who without saying cast the first stone you know what i mean yeah. we all fucking up here on a daily basis so if so much if someone look lillian over here <laughs> sorry my dog <laughs> um uh i lost my train of thought <clears throat> lily stop uh anyway you're saying yes. basically people like the people cancel. yeah people change and if that person is still the same asshole, then yeah, condemn them. But if they change, don't hold them, don't hold their accountable for their sins when they didn't do anything. Exactly. And the thing is, I think it's so sad to think about. I'm a, I love watching The Bachelor. Okay. This is my kryptonite. It's the stupidest, <laughs> the most dumbest show. Okay. But something that I find so interesting is that we grew up with MySpace, right? Mm-hmm. Like we had the Facebook, right? And I don't know about you, but I look back sometimes and my posts will come up in memories and it is the cringiest <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh my God, who let me have a fucking keyboard, okay? <laughs> right? But you think about people now, right? Kids now that are growing up with the internet at their fingertips, right? And you think about cancel culture. So in 20 years, and I'm using The Bachelor as an example, these people go on national TV, on reality TV, and for whatever reason, people think when you're on TV, you're not a real person. Mm-hmm. So these keyboard warriors come at them and they put these really horrible comments on their pages about a post they made when they were 17 because their whole life has been on the internet. Yeah. And they condemn them for something they said when they were a teenager, right? Yeah. But then I'm thinking, can you imagine... If we would have had the internet at our fingertips when you were eight, the shit that someone could say, <laughs> Corey, look what you said, right? You know, like we all like this whole cancel culture has got to stop because I feel like when you condemn people to this like hell that they can't come back from, they're mm-hmm. not allowed to change. You stop people from growing and learning. Yes. And it's not fair. Yeah. It's I like if if I become famous and somebody going to dig some shit up, I said, I always kind of watch what I say, uh-huh. but like I will never apologize for some shit that I said twenty years ago. I will never do it. Yeah, because like if it was directed towards you, then I'd be like, "Hey, Billy, I'm sorry for saying that thing ten years ago." Yeah, but then if it's just a generic statement, if I said, uh, uh, "I can't stand women; they breath stink," you know what I mean? Yeah, and then I was like, "But why would you get offended? Yeah, am I talking about you? You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's 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 like." It's, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Is I, there's a quote by Morgan. I don't know who said it, but I remember reposting it a long time ago on Facebook. It says, because, you know, people like to post subliminal shame, like on the internet, like mm-hmm. about their, they're talking about something specific in their life, but they're making a general, like a you general said. general statement. Yeah. Right? So they'll, they'll, they'll group a bunch of people together, like talking about baby daddies. But in reality, they're talking about their, their baby, baby daddy. daddy. But they don't. <laughs> But, but they don't want to put that, right? Yeah. So I found this quote that says, if the shoe fits, lace that bitch up and wear it. <laughs> so when I read general posts, okay, I'm not about to lace it up if it ain't about me. So it's like, don't take yeah. it personal. You yeah. Know? It's, basically- it's, it's like, it's kind of the same. Like, I always know, because I have a lot of uh, lady friends, and I always know when 
they break up with their boyfriends. Like, oh my god, the quotes. Oh my god. And then I just like, oh, I guess that's over. <laughs> it's so hilarious because we all do it. It's the cryptic quotes start coming on social media yeah. every time. That's a, that's why I have my close friends, and then I post that stuff for those five or ten, eleven people to see. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, it's all that's where all my cringe stuff is, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> so, I, I just, you know, um, I was, I was, uh, I just post everything. Uh, I don't, um, because I like to document, that's kind of always been my thing, yeah. And I was talking to this girl, she was Native American, I'm five, seven and a half, and she was six feet. Six feet tall. So I was excited. I was like, I finally get to date a tall girl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that didn't work out. But I was just kind of documenting our conversations. Um, you know, I would post it in my close friends on Instagram. And, you know, people seen it. And, and, and then it didn't end well. You know, I never met her. But, you know, it just kind of ended before it started. And, and you know, I said, I said some things. And, uh, you know. You know, that was that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just kind of, like, don't incriminate yourself on the fucking internet, you know? Yeah. Uh, that kind of took a, a left turn. I don't know what kind of statement I was trying to make. But I was just trying to make a point in regards to uh, that, that the dating issue thing. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and um, you know, just say what you got to say or say it to that person. That's just some... Um, going back to the um, the social media thing and like kind of being yourself. Yeah, it's kind of um, one thing I don't like about TikTok is that the lip syncing thing. You know, it's just like you're encouraged to be like someone else or to mimic someone else. Yeah, and that's that's like every time. You know, I follow a lot of muscle mommies and cute girls on Instagram and. Um, Every time they post something like that, I just, I don't watch it. I skip it because I think that shit is cringy. You know what I mean? I First of all, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and address the fact that Corey showed me what a muscle mommy is and what the actual what you, fuck. Is this a fit girl? What do you no, mean? No, you guys, this isn't fit. This bitch is in competition. Her body fat percentage, her body fat percentage is 7%, okay? I'm thinking oh mommy God. fitness is like, you know, like a cute mom. Oh, not a mom. When I say mommy, that's like when you call your dude daddy. Wow. Yes. My bad, guys. I, <laughs> that's what, that's what mommy is. Oh, I'm thinking you know? mom, mother. No, not, not, not a, when I say like, oh, like, oh, mommy, I mean like, oh, mommy. You know gotcha. what I mean? Not like, wow. like that's why when mother. You sh- <laughs> when you showed me the picture, I was like, wow. Oh, my God. That's why you're confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. Why are you so offended? I know. I need you to use better context because when I seen that, I was like, "These are mothers." No, no, no. Like, oh. you know, it's just like you know, like Zaddy. Got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Sorry, guys, misunderstand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh lord! If you follow me on Twitter or or or, or threads, threads, um, you can see all the reposts of the the fit girls I like to follow. I think we should have a series. Huh. We can we can see what your subscribers think. But I think we should get together mm. like weekly or something and discuss topics of like what's going on, trends, things like this. Because um, 
I'm on TikTok, but I don't really post anymore. Um, but you know, these trends that come up that are like a lot of people are doing. Corey just recently shared with me something my boyfriend had showed, like these people. Hmm? What was it? The they're saying the emojis on live. Fire. Oh, oh, um, um I forgot what that's called. The 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 NPC imitators. Fire. Like, mm, ice cream so good. Ice cream so good. Mm, mm. Fire, yeah. <laughs> right. Because this is something that I'm really interested in. I wonder if other people have this interest. Is the long-term implications of, of the type of social media use that we have. Mm-hmm. Because technically, we don't know the implications of social media on people's psyche. Mm-hmm. Because we are the generation, realistically. that Right? So, like, if you think about it today, <clears throat> people who have kids, basically from the time the baby comes out of the vagina, they're on social media. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm thinking it makes me curious to know how that's going to play out in the future, how it affects us and our mental health. Right. And so um, when we're talking about security, authenticity, political correctness, it all kind of folds in together. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a good segue is that, you know, you're encouraged not to really be yourself online because you're afraid of getting canceled and afraid to be your authentic self. So we kind of play this role, right? But it's just even the way people judge you and how your body looks. Oh, look, she's fat. Oh, the dark one messes up the picture and and so on and so forth. That's you so know? fucked up. Yeah. I seen a comment. She was, she was hella, she was the prettiest one in the group. But she, I mean, she, uh, I don't know how to say it, but she, she was like African dark, you know, she was black, black. You know? Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, the dark one messes. I was just like, that's, that's fucked that's up. That's so fucked up. <laughs> the fact that someone even has the courage to type that, it's like. That's not how I feel like People are saying, oh, they're, I mean, like the government already got tags on us. So I feel like if you're going to have a social media account, then your identity needs to be attached to it. And I feel like people will say, because there are some, some people are bold and will say some shit to your face, but most people won't. Yeah. I think people will be bold and say something to your face, but never to the degree that they would, because you're, you're making a comment about someone's appearance with no, there's no reason. Like, like, for instance, if, if they were to have an altercation and she wanted to say something vulgar, mm-hmm. fine. But you're just going to walk up to someone on the street and say, your your complexion's fucking up the picture? <laughs> <laughs> you would never. You would never. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly my point. You have no yeah. context to be speaking to someone that way. Exactly. It's, it's out of control. And um, I don't know. I mean... Like, people will always be shitty, but, I mean, but it's just the fact that, uh, you know, the blue check marks just, when I say that, I mean, like, people on Twitter. Because, you know, and, and a lot of uh, brown cosplayers, you know, mm-hmm. and and just the harassment they get for dressing up as a character who's lighter, you know? Wow. And, and it. That's a whole nother topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let us know if we should do a series, you guys. I think it would be fun. But... I mean, I'll do it anyway because it's just content. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, need, I need ideas. Okay. Each episode is a fucking challenge. You know, Power Rangers is coming out. Um, the, la- the last uh, series for a while. You we know, should really do this, Corey. Like, we could pick a different pop topic every Tuesday or something and discuss it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to do it. And I'm trying to get him to move to NorCal, guys. It's in the works. Uh, I, I mean, it's going to happen. It's just uh, the funding. You know, I got to make sure I'm good. 
Yeah. So subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) I need a friend in NorCal. (laughs) The urgency is real. (laughs) But, um, yeah, anything uh, you want to wrap up on or? I think a good um, way to wrap this up is just um, the 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 fact that everyone you know in life me knowing you you knowing whoever right Mm -hmm. we're all connected to something bigger and larger and i feel like when it comes to security relationships happiness it all boils down to one thing is you only have control of yourself right Mm -hmm. and this is when i'm talking out loud it's so funny like sometimes i feel like talking to someone is so healing for myself because it's something i need to hear I'm telling, I'm talking to you, right? Mm-hmm. But this is a message for me, is um, like the gift and the way that you can pour into life and contribute to the collective is by staying true to myself, by staying true to you. And that is gonna impact every aspect of our lives, financially, um, emotionally, relationally. Um, so that's what I'm taking from this episode, is to pour into Keisha, right? Mm-hmm. And to stay authentic in that way. and whatever comes of that is going to be beautiful no matter what it is. Yeah, I, one thing I noticed um, growing up, like a lot of people sacrifice their friendships for their relationships. Mm. And I feel like friendship is eternal so long as you foster it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because the people you are with, because you know divorce rates and shit in America, you know, relationships change. Some people are lucky to die with that person next to them, other people they grow apart but the one thing you always have is you know your friends you know and i feel like people throw that away or they don't like if you have a family with someone that's important but also it's like it's people don't know balance it's either black or it's white but people don't realize the world is gray you get what I mean? And there's different ways to do the right thing. And there's different ways to have relationships with people. And people shouldn't be so focused on doing things the Christian way or the Republican way or the Democratic way or the leftist way or the whatever fucking way there is, you know? Because we're all here just trying to figure it out. And the people with the answers don't necessarily have the answers. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And some people are out just saying wild shit because they get paid to say wild shit. Mm-hmm. So it's all about just being cool with people. Just be fucking cool with people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you don't like someone, don't fuck with them. Yeah. If you don't like how they dress, don't fuck with them. You know, if they got a dog, you don't like dogs, don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? If he's a boy and he wears a dress, you don't like it, don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just be cool. Yeah. Just be cool with people, you know? Yeah. There, uh, I, I'm not like a, um, I'm not an urban person. <laughs> you know, when people look at me, they will assume that, do you like basketball? You know? But I don't necessarily associate myself with, with those, uh, types of black people you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i do have 
those type of people in my life that I care about. You yeah. Know? But it's just I feel like I don't fit in with that. Right. So I don't associate with it, you know? Oh. I don't go, I don't go disrespecting those people. Look at them niggers over there. You know what I mean? I don't do that. I know people in my family do that. But I'm like, why are you saying that to those? You know what I mean? It's kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah. So it's just all you have to do is just respect the people around you and we'll be fine. Yeah. That That is the 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 key to life is just treat people the way you want to be treated exactly regardless of what they fucking doing you know right that, that's pretty much all i have to uh <laughs> that's all i got you just triggered a bunch of topics in my head <laughs> so i'm like all right wait till next time <laughs> but um yeah let let um let the people of the dynacast know where they can find you um, you can find me on Instagram. Just call me Kaish. Uh, Kaish is spelled K-A-I-S with three H's. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't post a ton, but it's a good time. Um, as you know, I am C. Gibson Rex, Instagram and threads. I have... Only reason why I'm on Twitter, or X, as they call it now, is just to follow the people in Japan, because apparently Japan hasn't jumped ship yet, and... All the content I used to find on Twitter is just kind of not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, you know, all the cool Japanese robots and stuff and um, superheroes. That's the only reason why I'd be on Twitter is, is for that shit. Um, but yeah, I will catch you guys in the next one. Yes. Thanks for having me. Peace out.